up, guys? Welcome back to another show of Inside the Crazy Ant Farm. Oh, man, it feels good to be back on tonight's show. We got a whole bunch of industry news, box office predictions. We're going to talk a little bit about the Emmys, but we have a legendary guest on the show today. Who do we got on the day? Who do we have on the show today? The We have seven-time Emmy winner, five-time Golden Globe winner. Television legend. Television legend, icon, Mr. Ed Asner. Oh, man. That's right. For all the listeners out there, old and young, you guys no doubt know him. Lou Grant from the Mary Tyler Moore Show, or maybe you know him as Santa from Elf or or, uh, from Up. Uh, and I mean, you guys know him, so we're yeah. This is gonna be an exciting. It's gonna interview. be epic. epic. It's gonna be epic. Absolutely. Well, let's dive into industry news. Let's do it. Let's start off with the Disney streaming service about to give their own shows to Loki, Scarlet Witch, and other Marvel heroes to bring more attention to the Disney streaming service to take away from Netflix. Yeah, is this gonna be live action or animated? Mm. Oh, oh, live uh, action. Yeah. It's gonna oh. be. Remember, we had talked about this a few uh, a few times on the show in the past about. Because Netflix was keeping the Marvel series. Well, and we were all like, oh, you know, Disney's not going to get those back. Yeah. Well, apparently this is their answer. They're going to take the Avengers characters and give them their own series on their Disney streaming. And it's actually going to be them. It's going to the be as, oh, Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. It's going to be Tom Hiddleston. It's going to be, if they decide Chris Evans, it's going to be Captain America. Chris exactly. Evans. And talk about the budget on these things. They're talking about for what you, is the, it the seer for the whole season or for an episode? It's going to be the size of an actual film. Yeah. Right. It, like, like, even that was a question yeah. bro was it a, for the season or for the episode <laughs> no, for the season okay. it's going to be comparable uh, to what they would spend on a film that yeah. would be crazy yeah. if it were for so, episode. but here's yeah. the thing here's the thing though that's a lot because you say I, I mean typically these movies are about 200 million little yeah. 240 million yeah well they're talking about these things unlike the netflix stuff with 13 these are only going to be like six or eight episodes so if you're talking 200 million for eight episodes yeah. that's a massive per episode budget yeah um, and here's even the weirder thing. While it's going to be on their streaming service and considered series, it's still going to be Marvel Studios doing it instead of Marvel Entertainment. Mm. And Marvel, I mean, for anybody who doesn't know, while they all take place in the same universe, they are all connected. When Kevin Feige and, and the head of Marvel kind of had their little headbutt situation there, the television is kind of run now by Marvel Entertainment, while all the films are run by Marvel Studios. So while these are going to be TV shows, Disney has made it perfectly clear that Kevin Feige and the studios will be doing these series, mm. not Marvel Entertainment. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. So taken away from the, the TV side a little bit. Yeah, that's crazy. It's it's nuts. I'm sure. <laughs> Talk Netflix, about I mean, the big battle in Hollywood, man. That doesn't sound like a really good move, though. It's separating the two studios, yeah. and well, then it's like oh, well, for a while now. Yeah. Though, okay, so it's been a while. Basically, oh, okay. I mean, yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy, but but I'm I'm excited to see what's going to come out of it. Well, remember because they had long been talking about Black Widow and Hawkeye, right, getting, getting their, their own, own series and maybe even a series together when they were working as operatives with Shield way back before. So right. yeah, the idea that they're going to actually use the Avengers actors in, I mean, it's going to be epic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the yeah, actual people. Be, 
Speaking of, just real quick, because I don't think it's in, but how freaking epic was the Captain Marvel trailer? It was yeah. pretty awesome. What? I, I haven't it like seen it. Oh my times. gosh. It's pretty yeah, good. It's... She punches an old lady on a bus. Which <laughs> is yeah. hilarious. I loved all the memes. Carol Danvers doesn't care who you are. She will punch you in the face. <laughs> in the face. <laughs> it was like so funny. But um, My money is it was a scroll. Well, yes, yeah, definitely. obviously. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's she's not, not punching an old punch lady. Punch a random lady. But, um, yeah, it, uh, maybe it's she, so. Maybe she's that much of a badass. Maybe it's so good. And the big question is at the very end of the trailer, which has got everybody talking, it looks like she goes binary, mm. which is when she wow. is like the end Full all be power, all. It's yeah. like four times her normal power and strength. And like, so if she goes binary, that's how we're, how, how we're ta- taking yeah. down Thanos. It's probably. pretty epic. But it's going to be, yeah, this thing looks badass. Definitely. Cannot it's, wait for it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Wonder Woman 2 better be up in the game because yeah. Marvel's got their first big their in your female. face female yeah. led film. So that's going to be epic. And Brie oh, Larson. Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Perfect casting. Perfect definitely, casting. Definitely. All and, right. And other news AMC now partners with Fandango. Fandango and Anton th- Tickets. Uh, AMC's uh, card, like Movie Pass card, is called A List. That's their membership convenient subscription service, which they can now reserve uh, seats with this partnership. And they can also see 3D movies and IMAX movies. So this is just more reason to cancel your Movie Pass, guys. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and while we're on it, another one, their, their biggest competitor, Cinemia, uh, they just launched. A movie a day, every day. Yeah. Uh, and no restrictions. You can see the 3D ones. You can reserve your seats. You can buy them online. There's no blackout dates. It's just like what Movie Pass used to be. Mm-hmm. Although Movie Pass never was the 3D or or IMAX movies. No. Or this reserve one your is. seats. Yeah. Or, or you reserve seats, seats, right? And it's only twenty nine bucks a month. But so it's like a dollar a day for a movie yeah. every single day, so, no I mean, restrictions. Th- like so. that. That is understandable. I can understand. A dollar a day. That yeah. is a good price. It's a good price. 30 bucks is not bad to see a movie every single day. Exactly. I mean, so look out, MoviePass. Yeah. I think you're going to be hit with a lot of cancellations. That's yeah, all I'm saying. Well, you got some competition. If their site will allow it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If their <laughs> site <laughs> will allow it. If their site, apparently they don't let you cancel. Oh, so. my goodness. Well, we have some stuff about MoviePass. Uh, we just talked about it. The cinema. Yeah. There, you got yeah. ahead of the industry news. Sorry, bro. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Skipping you're just around. skipping around and shit. It's all good. But... Uh, <laughs> Pop star turned playwright Nick Jonas has now started writing a play called Dessert First. So that's going to be pretty epic. He has oh. some uh, cool people coming to the table read. Some people from Vampire Diaries, uh, mm-hmm. Ballers, SNL. Just a whole bunch of people. And it's pretty crazy. He's been writing this for about a year since he was on the set of Jumanji with The Rock and Kevin Hart. So I'm really interested to see how it's going to be. I'm assuming it's a comedy. Yeah. The Rock. Just, yeah. He inspires people, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. It's like, yeah, seriously. Yeah. He's Rock. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I mean, for real, though, He's I feel motivated. like anybody who works with him just like all of a sudden wants to do like all this other stuff yeah, because definitely. he's doing so much stuff yeah. you know so. like sam medina said last week if mark Wahlberg is up at 2 30 who am i man <laughs> who, am I? Who, am I? who am i exactly <laughs> so but i like the name of it dessert first that's yeah. how you're supposed to properly eat food for digestion mm. uh, oh, dessert first wow. meal second See, don't Salad tell me last. that. I have, and then another I have a dessert. bad sweet tooth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so dive into that apple pie yeah. first, yeah. like you know, and I then mean, go. 
By the way, yeah, nice shout out for Mr. Sam Medina. Mm -hmm. And for all y'all that didn't see, how funny, because he was talking about this, the yeah. fact that that one image of him with Venom in the drugstore yeah. is like everywhere. And sure enough, they just released a, a featurette for the new Venom film coming out that's focused on why they think it's going to be a hit and Tom Hardy's dual personality type, you know, the ability. But the image that they use to promote it is the one with Venom choking down Sam Medina Where about to about eat to him. Get eaten. You know? So it's just funny because he's hilarious. right. That thing is like everywhere. I mean, it so. is crazy. It's crazy how he was basically the bad guy in Mile 22, which was a bigger role for him. But this has made him go viral. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, which one is more I mean, important? It'll do it. Get eaten by Venom, dude. That's like huge. <laughs> it's pretty epic. It's, it's pretty, pretty epic. epic. Oh, so, man. I mean, um, and I don't know how other to describe that, but getting eaten because, I mean, he like swallows them up. So, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next thing. Let's dive a little bit into music a little bit. <laughs> we talked about this briefly last week when we mentioned the Billboard chart toppers. Eminem versus MGK, the little beef that's going on. I little. researched it. Yes, little. A little back and forth, a little back and forth. It started in 2012 and MGK said something about Haley in a song and on social media. But just recently, Eminem decided to respond in his surprise album Kamikaze on Not Alike. But then about a week later, MGK responded with Rap Devil. Well, now Eminem fired back with Kill Shot. And the weird thing is, the guy who helped produce uh, Not Alike on Eminem's Kamikaze also helped MGK write and produce Rap Devil. Right. So this guy's just getting like paid. Yeah, far as I know, I heard the there's yeah. two people who wrote Rap Devil. Uh, Rap Devil M yeah. MGK was not. Yeah. Well, right. and Logan and I, I brought up a point to Logan, and and we kind of talked about it a little bit when he when he told me that when because uh, I hadn't heard that, and he kind of clued me in on that, and then it made me think of is this another Beyonce Jay Z situation where this whole thing is planned. Like, hey, bro, Huge I can help marketing. you become an actual star, yeah. and I can help you with your comeback. Yeah. Let's cause this feud. Yeah, I let's cause this feud and like yeah. make it. You or know. like that Logan Paul thing in that other vlogger right. where they did the boxing. Yeah, like, it's I mean, just I mean, oh, we're about to do because, a rematch because it's a huge. Market. I, mean, I mean, it's not like it's never been done before. Yeah, right? and and because because well, I mean, Jay Z getting, and Nas and yeah, right, right. he's getting more press than he's ever gotten. And I yeah. think I just read yesterday that the Eminem's response was the most downloaded rap song in history. Yeah, so it's I mean, number it's one clearly, on iTunes right I, yeah. now. I think Eminem's smart enough to know that if he doesn't want to give this guy any any press, he just wouldn't respond. Right, yeah, that's what, yeah. So I think. <laughs> so is that what Nicki Minaj and Cardi B are doing? <laughs> Throwing shoes? Not think that's real. Gracious. I think that's like just trash. That's just but, you know craziness. Goodness gracious! But and I, I, just, I don't, I don't know about that. Killshot was trying to kind of take a really big shot as. Yeah, career. I agree. So I don't know if that was truly planned. Yeah, especially like what he said to a 16 year old girl right. on social At media. At the time, yeah. Well, I'm not saying that. MGK knew what he was going to say. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I mean, you know, the fact that it might have been arranged. Right. And he, you know, MGK could be sitting over there going, Ooh, that was, mm -hmm. that stung. That yeah, didn't. Yeah. That didn't. But he I kept like saying it was a leg shot. It wasn't a kill shot. It was a leg shot. Like, but the dude also just got booed at a recent concert for performing the diss song rap devil so yeah so while it's pretty funny number one download and number one on yeah, the charts he's getting he's booed. getting booed for the race so not working out so well for him no but um no and okay so uh before we get to to old uh childish gambino since we're sticking with the childish confrontations and maybe plan not plan oh those segues apparently uh tom those arnold segues. and mark brunette got into a like a physical oh, yeah, throwdown at an emmy at the party pre emmy party yeah, yeah. what 
are like, you doing? Yeah. Stop it. I mean, come oh, on. Everyone I, knows you fight at the after party. At the after exactly. party, not the at the pre-party. Exactly. Yeah. Goodness like, gracious. And apparently it was over some Trump stuff. So just, yeah, uh, yeah. Goodness um, gracious. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm guessing maybe Tom said something to him about his affiliation with Trump because yeah. for anybody who doesn't know, you know, Mark Burnett was the creator and the guy behind with Trump of The, the Apprentice. Apprentice. Right. And so, I mean, I'm guessing Tom said something to that effect and then yeah. that didn't go over so well yeah. with Mark. And mm. But I mean, really, you're grown ass men. We're going to get exactly. into this fight. Like, like, stop it. I mean, and we are both paid out the booty. Like, they are so rich right now. There's no need for confrontation. Well, I mean, yeah. what what has yeah. Tom Arnold done recently? I haven't seen him in a lot of stuff. Well, didn't it have something to do, uh, some sort of allusion to something that Tom Arnold was doing about Trump? Yes. Yes. I believe yeah, I, so. I think so. Yeah. Uh, but, he actually, he has quite a few things about to come out. Yeah. Because uh, I made sure to pull up his IMDb when this topic came up. Um. Oh, he's been a regular at NCIS New Orleans recently. So mm. there you go. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> well, I will say this. I mean, but unnecessary. Yeah. Y'all yeah. are grown, grown ass and men. I kind of was a little upset Here's when I heard about it. Yeah. Oh. Siri. Siri wanted there to join the conversation. Oh, yeah, she did. I was kind of a little upset about it because I, I've met Tom Arnold and yeah. had a really good conversation with him and hung out with him for a day. And he seems to genuinely be a really nice guy and yeah. he's got a solid grip on you know, what he's done wrong and what he's done right and kind of getting life. And, and so I was kind of upset to hear that he, you know, was drugged right. into a physical altercation like, over something so stupid. Yeah, and apparently he know? called the LAPD and was like yeah. waiting for him yeah. and everything. So, so it, I mean, crazy situation, man. But yeah, a situation like that, if both parties are right. part of it, both of y'all go to jail. Exactly. Both of y'all get charged. Exactly. Yeah. Y'all yeah. are both famous. And then apparently like Tom Arnold and uh, Burnett's wife, they were going back and forth on Twitter. Like it's mm -hmm. not. Mm -mm, stop it. So you're saying Tom Arnold was touched by an angel? Oh, <laughs> oh. So anyway. So anyway. Donald Glover is suing his indie label. That, <laughs> Only some people will even get that Yeah, joke, exactly. Okay. Only some people. Uh, Donald Glover is suing his indie label that he's been with since he started. And it's because he hasn't been getting paid his streaming royalties, which is crazy because he's been so successful recently. And this might be an even more reason why he's trying to get out of his music career and transition into his acting and creating career on the film side. So mm -hmm. this is really a shame because this is why the Music Moderation Act should be passed. Yeah, it, it's funny because I was just about to tell you to like go into that because yeah. it, apparently it it has it passed the Senate. It went to the House. Yeah. Apparently now it's been passed by the House and back to the Senate. And if they're cool with everything, that's kind of they're all on the same page with yeah. this. They all want to pass it. So the next step is to ratify it, send it to Trump. Yeah. And it's basically all good news yeah. for creators. Yeah. A lot of the industry isn't happy about it, but the creators should be very happy exactly. about it because it's going to protect against exactly. things like this. Exactly. With People getting, getting paid, paid with and, the new streaming and everything yeah. like that, and also the older artists previous to um 19 or prior to 1972 they will also get paid for their streaming royalties which they deserve to they put out that great music I mean, so yeah, they yeah. deserve I mean, that if you go on to any of the streaming services that music is just massive exactly. quantities and, I mean, and they're just banking on our that road stuff. trips are nothing but, but like oldies prior to exactly yeah. and it's like you know to be for honest, them not to be getting paid for that is insane it's ridiculous so. oh that's so. the reason i've been against the music industry for years i can't stand it well, one bit yeah it's because 
of executives. The artists make their money by making shows. That's why they yeah. have to tour their heart out and nearly yeah, die exactly. every year to do 18 tours to exactly. bring that money in to have a little bit. And the stress that puts on that puts on their body, and then that's why they get into these drugs, and that's why they overdose. It's right. just a bad cycle, man. Yeah. Well, and, and I'm not sure. We'll have to research into this a little bit um, and maybe talk about it on next week's show or something. I'm hoping that if it hasn't already happened, that it also happens in um, television as, as well. well. Because Definitely. there are a lot of people prior to the late 1970s in the same situation yeah. where they don't get royalties for the shows right. they were on in like the 50s and the like. You've got all these legendary people who are not getting right. royalty checks from the reruns of Nick at Night or like all these things where basically everybody from Chips on is right. They don't even have to work; they're getting those steady checks every time it's shown. And I feel like they're running the hell out of all these pre 70s exactly. shows that are like huge hits. Exactly, and these people are struggling. And yeah. it's like, well, but then you have to write the part of like, what about estates? Do estates mm-hmm. still get? Their royalty checks right. on it too. Can right. can some son or grandson mm-hmm. of a running estate of somebody pick it up? Collect yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I just so I mean, it would have to be some sort of an a, you know an legislation. An but I feel yeah. like if that hasn't already happened, it needs to because I feel like I those agree. people are in the same boat as the musicians. exactly. Well, especially on Hulu, there's so many old stuff right yeah. now, like uh, Lou Grant, Mary Tyler Morris, just stuff like that. So I mean. Yeah, they they also deserve to get paid. Yeah. Is that a segue? Not yet, <laughs> not yet. But uh, oh. <laughs> this next thing is pretty interesting because I don't really don't know how I feel about it. Patrick Stewart signed on to play Bosley in mm, the new Charlie's yeah. Angels yeah. reboot. He's just uh, kind of busy. Is this voice? Oh no, no, Bosley. Yeah, Bosley's yeah. the actual guy. Charlie, okay. Charlie's the. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bosley's yeah. the guy. The guy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I would rather him be Charlie. Yeah. No, yeah. Bosley's the guy who everybody thought was Charlie, yeah, but, but he's really actually wasn't. Not. It was just the guy in between. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, in the movies, Bill Murray in the first one, and yeah. Bernie Mac the second oh, one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're right. He is a busy guy. They just recently announced he's coming back into the role of Captain Picard. Yeah. So I mean, he's steady working. They'll and, probably you wrangle know, him back into Professor X too. Yeah. I mean, I mean, how much work has he done? with uh, Seth MacFarlane. Mm-hmm. Like every Seth MacFarlane series has yeah. Patrick Stewart. Honestly. I'm, I'm really curious about this one though because you know Kristen Stewart's in it and she's already kind of said this is like unlike any kind of a Charlie's Angels thing you've ever seen before either the past movies right. or the television show. And then I, I, I want to say I just read recently that Patrick Stewart is only one of multiple Bosleys that oh, are going to be in the film. So yeah. it's going to be That's kind cool. of taking a page from the movies then. Yeah. So I so Well, they it's, said it's going to be something like no one's ever seen before from Charlie's Angels, right? Right. So it should be interesting. It, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. I didn't understand. Was this a movie or is this a TV series? It's a, it's a movie. movie. Is this a dark, gritty reboot? I, I don't know. <laughs> we shall see, bro. We shall uh, see. Speaking of speaking of dark stuff, Julie Chin <laughs> signed off Big Brothers the other night. I am Julie Chin Moonves, but now has not been seen on the talk and has reportedly not coming back to well, the yeah, show. Yeah, no, she's uh, definitely she's already yeah. given her farewell. Yeah, she gave exactly. her farewell video the other day and exactly. basically said goodbye. Mm-hmm. And um, she's in an awkward position. So I yeah. mean, I honestly don't I mean, blame her. It's. I mean, I think she's doing professionally what is right because I feel like if she had continued on the talk, the talk would be focused on nothing but, but what's going on with Les Moonves. And it detracts from the show. Well, they it talked detracts. a lot about the Me Too movement in general. Yeah, yeah. So, but I just feel like she felt like she would be a distraction moving forward on the show and other things they could be talking about her because she would consistently be keep 
getting yeah, drug into get this into it, yeah. and it's just like, like you talk about the Me Too movement, not mention her husband. Yeah, right. so I, I mean, I think she made the right decision. Yeah, especially and, to be, you know, I, I just wouldn't want to be talk in about that the situation. Me Too movement. Except for less. Yeah. yeah. I just wouldn't want to be, I don't blame her. I wouldn't want to be in that situation. And then uh, another kind of um, interesting exit, if you will. Uh, apparently, according to Roseanne, she has spoken to the producers of the show. Um, and when the Connors comes back and debuts or whatever, apparently her character is going to have died from an opioid overdose. Dun, dun, dun. It's so, pretty ironic. According it, it to, is. She said, according to my spies. Yeah. According so, to my spies. It makes sense. We know she was having the surgery. We know she was suffering from chronic pain. It, I mean, it would make sense that she, she was hiding on. pills in the new series. Like, right. So yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. But like they had kind of addressed that and he confronted her. He did. Right? He yeah, did confront her. Yeah. She wasn't it would have been, I, I yeah. think it would have been easier just to go with um, an embolism went off and went yeah. up to her lungs and in her heart. Yeah. yeah. I actually know of that situation happening from someone getting oh, wow. a knee surgery and an embolism. I thought she was just going to, yeah, just not or a clot. I'm not too sure if it was an embolism yeah. or clot. Sorry. Yeah. So I'm not a doctor. It's crazy, honestly. So we shall see. It, it's yeah. going to be interesting. <laughs> the next topic, the writer officially says that Bert and Ernie were a homosexual couple, but Sesame Street comes out and says they deny that. Right, right. Like yeah. in a time where it's so accepted, why not just say, yeah, right. it's fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, and, and were they ever brothers in the show? I don't well, know. Well, no, because so. then we're crossing a line. Okay? Right. If like they're taking homosexuality. Together, they, but like, no, yeah. no, what, I'm, what I'm going with is like two it's grown men. Why should they have sexuality? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, okay. okay. That's Look, they're, here's they're, what I'm looking sure. at. I'm looking at it's two grown men living in the same house, sleeping in the same bed. No, they're, no, they had separate beds. They're like two Mary puppets. <laughs> like Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah, like Mary Tyler One with the E above it, one with the B above <laughs> the, it. The or, only know. thing that's a gender about them is their name. <laughs> no, it's it's funny that that you bring that up because that's kind of what Sesame Street's statement was. Yeah. It's like they're puppets. There's no gender below the waist. Yeah. Like yeah. and that was kind of their thing. But I'm gonna call them out on this because if well, anybody Elmo sounds like a girl, it's a boy's name though. <laughs> no, but if anybody remembers, just just a couple of years ago, on Gay Pride Day and mm -hmm. LGBTQT Day, they, they introduced a transgender Muppet. Now, on, was this on, on Sesame oh, Street. I forgot about that. They was this a bunny? Yes, or was this the one? It was PBS. HBO. It was on Sesame was Street. It was a bunny, and forgive me, I don't remember the name, no, yeah, but it was a, a transgender bunny. Yeah. So you can't I don't see what's wrong with it. I don't either. No. You can't have it both, both ways, ways and only want it when it's good for you. Right. Yeah. Like uh, you Well, here's my thing. It's a children's show. Children don't care. So why yeah. is everybody else making a big deal? Yeah, right. this is definitely a, a grown-up issue being thrust upon like, children well, that don't well, know to I care mean, about. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. it. I mean, it Sesame Street was the first show to show death in the show. Well, but they that's were trying to, to trying to break through barriers on television, yeah. and that is one of the barriers. Yeah, but it's like, how come we can't show Bert and Ernie being what they are? Well, yeah. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. I, I mean, to further that, that's I thought that's what the whole point of Sesame Street was, is to help kids learn about things that they're going to have to eventually deal with in life exactly. in a way where they can understand it. So why not explain to them that this happens exactly. in society and that it's okay like, to, to, you everybody's know. Everybody's still happy. Everybody still treats everyone the same, just with the same Wasn't respect. Wasn't there like a whole exactly. show from Sesame Street, like a little song about it's okay to be gay or was that a joke? 
It no, might, I don't. I, I, I don't thought know, there was a real I would, show. I, I wouldn't doubt it. I, yeah. I was pretty sure there was like a song. It was like it's okay to be gay. Right, <laughs> like right. Wow, that was actually very good. That, um, <laughs> that's not lit. I'm, unless if it was there a was joke. it before, yeah, there's yeah, going yeah, to yeah, be no, now. No, no. On next week's show, we're going to recreate that song. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> unless there was like a, unless it was a spoof. I know it was a real video. Yeah. I just don't know if it was really Sesame Street. Actually, right. you know, I think it was a spoof. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, maybe it was a spoof, but it could have been on Sesame Street. Yeah, no, it could have been, and and I mean like. I said they did have the transgender I'm trying, bunny. I'm, they I'm trying did. to look it up, but like Google's not helping me. Yeah, it was, was on a like sketch that. comedy show, I think. Oh, uh, well, okay. And well, they did. It they, was Sesame Style. It, it right. should Sesame be a real style. Sesame Street. Song. It should be a real. Wait, Sesame. wait, wait. Are you mixing up Sesame Street with um, Avenue Q? I don't know. Ah. That's my whole point is I don't know. (laughs) And beyond that, though, it was like, you know, going to your point of, you you know, them making something like that. They they introduced a character that had been bullied and they were going through the topic of people bully and it's not okay to bully because it makes such and such feel this way or that way or whatever. So, again, I don't understand. They're just teaching me letters and numbers. I don't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's sure come a long way from from. C is for yeah. cookie, yeah. Right? right? Like, like I just, people need to know how to do more than spell and count now. Yeah. Right. And life it, is yeah. more complicated. It is more complicated. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. There's some people point. out there that need to count just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, there's, there's, there's too many people that don't know how to speak or spell anywhere yeah. right now. They, I mean, stick, they should not miss those. Has well, anybody went through YouTube comments? I mean, ooh, spelling. A lot of people it, it need was, to count. Yeah. YouTube comments. And I think we can say, after watching the Happy Time Murders, if you are one of those in favor of Sesame Street's explanation and believe that there is nothing below the puppet's waist, do not go see that movie. Do not go see that movie. (laughs) Do not go see that movie. That was Jim Henson's son. Uh, Oh, yeah. There's there's plenty below (laughs) below the waist in that movie. Goodness gracious. Interesting. Silly string. So did something something happen Monday? uh, Something on uh, the TV? uh, The little uh, little Emmy Awards. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. funny that all that people are talking about is the one thing. I haven't heard anything else about what's the one thing? The proposal. <gasps> You're right. I forgot yes. about that. That's the a lot of pressure. Romantic. Speaking of that, that's a lot of pressure. Wait, like, yeah, that. yeah, that's super romantic, but what that's like a lot but of But what if she to wanted say yes. to say no? I mean, yeah, and then everybody would do it. How can you say no when someone's like, You're the sunshine of my life and my mom told me to never let the sunshine of my Aww. life go? My mom who just died two weeks ago. Ooh. He ain't saying Ooh. no. That's but true. like that's that's the point I think Ooh. little Cam's trying to make, no. right? Like, you like force you her to say yes. You can't say no at that point. What's that Gordon Levitt Jr. movie um where they're all trying to celebrate Christmas with Seth Rogen. Mm, uh, I know what you're talking about. I, I don't know. Well, what was the night or something like that? Whatever it was. But, that's not it. but no, he, that's... he does that. He does that in there. In front of this huge yeah. group of people, he proposes to this girl he's yeah. been broken up with for a year. Wow. And but see, she says yes different. and goes aside and goes, hell no. Oh, but goodness. that's different because they were broken up. I feel like I feel like a lot of people, like most people, you kind of know how the answer is going to be before you propose. Definitely. I don't, I don't yeah, think I many agree. people take that kind of chance without being pretty certain Agreed. that the person's going to say yes. We, we are all, we are TV. happy for you. Oh, yeah. like, I just want to say are. that. We are very happy <laughs> I don't feel like you. I'm the only one that's happy about it. No. Everyone else is like, but she's <laughs> we're all happy. We are all no, six all of us are happy. Don't want to put you on the spot in front of millions of people. That's a lot of pressure. My back would start sweating. If that, I was like, oh, God. But it like made the Emmys. I really, I haven't heard anything else about anything happening other than that. Yeah. Like, well, could you even imagine if she had said no? Yeah. Like, 
The what internet would have died. Yeah, the internet would have froze. Well, for I know they've been in a newspaper the next day, probably. Yeah, probably. Well, I know the Emmys were huge for streaming services in general. Uh, Netflix won like 20 plus, Hulu won a whole bunch. Uh, drama series, the best Emmy drama series, went to Game of Thrones. Yep. Game of Thrones is a pretty yep. good one. Uh, the best comedy series went to Marvelous Miss Maisel. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, have not, a- this one won, I think, five. I have not even started watching this. Has it, Me neither. I'm in the same yeah. boat. Now. It's really good. I have read the pilot episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I haven't actually watched it yet, but I want to after reading it. Yeah. You should too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. maybe something to look into. It's uh, Amy Sherman Palladino. Mm. Yeah. Uh, if should, her... should we watch it, Emily? Should you should. Yeah. Okay. Anybody is who... it worth it? Yeah. It is. It is it, worth oh. it. Oh. Hashtag oh. you should. Maybe you should Hashtag join you us. Should. Maybe you should join us and give us a review on it. Yeah. Yeah. She's oh. like, mm. 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 Um, Cam don't like She's going to have a yeah, veil on. Like <laughs> For those who don't know, it's Amy Sherman Palladino, the mastermind behind Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Is the creator oh, of this oh, show? Gee, I wonder if that's why she likes it. No, <laughs> that's why I started watching it. Uh, right. I know you can just write a statement and just hand it to them, and they'll read it for you. But it has to be on camera. I want to see you like pass like, a note. Like this, just <laughs> you can see my hand this just in the in shot from little Cam. <laughs> right, Emily it's has worth it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the reason I bring up uh, Amy Sherman is because, oh, excuse me, she also won for. <laughs> I'm just having a don't die a terrible moment here. Yeah. The mouth is not functioning. No, no, it's all good. She, uh, she also won for best writer and best director for yeah. the series, and that's she's the epic. first woman to do, to that, do that for a comedy yeah, series. That's epic. In like the history of the Emmy Awards, Damn. so seventy plus years, she's the first woman to do that. Yeah. Um, and I know Little Cam will agree with me, but I mean, I just feel like had Gilmore Girls been on a streaming service. Or been on now as opposed to the WB back yeah. in early times. Yeah. Back in the day. I think it was ahead of its time. And people didn't recognize the brilliance or the quirkiness of the the dialogue or the context of what Amy Sherman Palladino was trying to do. Because mm-hmm. I feel like Lauren Graham should have had multiple Emmys at this point for Parenthood, for Gilmore Girls, for a, a ton of things. Um and yeah, she awesome. doesn't. And I feel like had it been now, much like Miss Maisel, it would have been a different story. I, but heard, I heard it's very funny, though. It is. I mean, yeah. she Amy it Sherman is a brilliant writer. And, yeah. and I mean, it, she's quirky. And I mean, you got to really be on to what she's trying to do with right. her writing. That's the thing. But I mean, well-earned. I think it's well-earned and well-deserved. And um, lead actress and supporting. I mean, they won a lot. They won a lot. Yeah. So it's a great show. That's awesome. I guess we'll need to watch it. Yeah. Um, you should. <laughs> you should. Official statement. Another one that Emily's going to come out with her own webcast called "You Should." You should. That's going to be it. No, yeah. Some more honorable mentions. Uh, the lead actress in a drama series, the Queen Claire Foy, yes. the Crown, the much deserved. Oh She's my not goodness! On anymore, so no, no, we don't want to talk about that though. No, but it was still really awesome. I just caught Bad up subject. on the first season. And well, I mean, because it jumped. It's, it's so deserved. good. Well, it's so well good. deserved. Did oh, they yeah. jump forward? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're gonna they jump were, forward she wasn't so many be years. Anyway. Well, they. Be, I mean, so much why, stuff why with CGI, her? yeah, and she makeup. Want to do that? Huh? Because exactly, the they don't want Valley. You, you know what I really don't understand is they aged Lithgow to play Churchill. Exactly. Like, why, like, why, why? wouldn't they age the rest of them to play the other of them? I mean, okay. I just well, don't get how it. much? How much do they age Lithgow? Quite a bit. I mean, yeah, look at, he looked rough. What it was, I read about it. It was on a Darkest Hour. Is the same crew who did the Darkest Hour did Lithgow. Well, that makes sense. So the so oh, wow. same crew who did Gary Oldman, who got a Oscar specialist. for it, went in and won it. But 
Lifkow didn't want to sit in the seat longer. longer. Well, Because I mean, Gary Oldman was sitting in the seat for three hours, and Lifkow was only do about an hour, I, hour and a half. Oh, man. Right. I just think that anybody who has seen the show, seen the performances, I, I feel sorry for the actors who are following up Claire Foy and Matt Smith. Honestly. Because it's going to be really difficult to play those characters better than those two actors played those characters. Well, they're yeah. going to be playing them at different, a different stage in I, their life, so it's going to be a diff, probably different characters. I, I, about I, it. A whole different dynamic. I, I, I guess, oh but goodness. man, I'm I'm like Team Claire Foy. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> just Hashtag Team Claire. And another one, I, another honorable mention I just want to shout out, The Assassination of Gianni Versace, American Crime Story. Yeah. It got so many awards so bravo That's to everyone nice. who won yeah i need to watch it as well yeah so well, first, i want to watch it third season's about uh, katrina i believe and, really and you wow. know what yeah. i want to give an honorable mention shout out because <clears throat> finally and i don't know if anybody else around the, the our little group here watches the americans but it was a freaking brilliant show yeah and i've been told to watch it was that phenomenal the acting and finally Finally, somebody won from that. Matthew Reese, lead actor. That's cool. Um, it, it's it would first. Carrie Russell should have been winning every year. Matthew should have been winning every year. It was a brilliant series. So, congrats to Matthew for finally getting recognized for his work on that show because mm-hmm. it was it was amazing. Yeah. And you brought up a great point about the uh, amount. Mm-hmm. Um, remember. Because Netflix got 23 and HBO got 23. And that's a record. And they tied for the record for the most ever. And remember last week when the CEO of AT&T who owns HBO and everything kind of made Yeah, wasn't he talking trash? That Netflix was the Walmart of streaming services and HBO was the Tiffany. And yet they won the same amount of awards, bro. (laughs) They both 23. It's like we are competitors. So, yeah. Don't get it twisted, bro. Yeah. Who who is what now? I think you're on fair playing ground now. So, either you. You're a Walmart or they're a Tiffany. It's time to stop making like that. Like I said, you know. Walmart appeals to a larger demographic. <laughs> so you're saying they're both Walmarts. <laughs> that's, I think that's what Salman said. They're both Walmarts. That's what he said. That's what he said. <laughs> oh, man. And, but after uh, all these wins for Netflix, I saw that their stock went up. Like, Yeah, the next day it yeah. jumped considerably. Yeah. yeah. So that's awesome. That's awesome for them, especially if they're gearing up for this big battle that we keep talking about with Disney. So it's awesome to see that <laughs> that they're moving in the right direction, at least. I, yeah. It, it Man, is it going to get interesting? It is. It is. I it's just a feel like when... Great time to be involved in the film industry and in the industry in general in because the it's in general. all of it. Yeah. Ertang. Ertang. Because, I mean, as we know, labels are getting shut out if you can just stream your stuff for free. So, I mean, music, film, television, it's everything. It's kind of all come down to this digital streaming platform. Yeah. And these, like, handful of giants are trying to beat each other down to control all of it. That's why they're all merging. Have you noticed that all the conglomerates now, you know, that have kind of merged together, they're all, the the portfolio is all of it. It's music, it's television, it's film. It's merchandising, and that's the whole general idea now. Where these things used to all be separate, yeah. These conglomerates are all bringing it all together into one. Like we're everything, yeah, exactly. And everything is going to be streaming and digital, exactly, and self-contained in like this package, exactly. Well, for example, like if you get onto your Apple Music and you go to browse, there's a TV and movie selection where you can watch like Apple's like little shows, which includes like Carpool Karaoke. Yeah, I know um, Birdman from Cash Money released a documentary. I know p diddy released a documentary yep. all through apple so it's crazy speaking of didn't apple 
uh, Apple won the Emmy, right? James Corden and Apple won the Emmy for really? the Carpool Karaoke oh, wow. series. Yeah, I did not even. Know. Um, that's the first time, first win for Apple and yeah. James Corden. Like, congrats! Yeah, Carpool Karaoke is so. There Big you go. Like carpool. the streamers, even somebody that's known for music, exactly won an Emmy for you know television programs. So it's all intertwined. Boom. It is intertwined, and it's like I don't know. I don't it, know who I'm pulling for. I know, right? I <laughs> There's know, so many. There's so many. I know. I know which one I have stock in, yeah. but I don't know who I'm pulling for. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Can't we see. all just stream along? Can't we all just stream along? <laughs> yeah, you're I working like on an album, aren't you? Right. It's, like, <laughs> like, it's okay to be gay. Can't yeah. we all stream along? The, it's like taking this album our, breaks. Yeah, uh, right. yeah. It'll be streaming on all of the platforms. Uh, yeah. But first, it will be on our website, crazyantfilms.com. Yeah, okay. And they call it Vanilla Pudding. It'll be pudding. guaranteed to offend nobody. <laughs> vanilla Pudding. That's like the best. Oh that, and that's goodness. also your name. Yes. Yeah, she's going to go on tour as Vanilla Pudding. <laughs> It's gonna be no, it's vanilla latte. Vanilla, oh, vanilla latte. latte. I like that. Yeah. Ooh, vanilla latte serves up vanilla pudding. Serves like, up. I mean, I'd be like, oh wow, that's an epic tour right there. Oh, oh, craziness, that's, craziness. Now I'm hungry. Now I'm hungry. Right? Like, what is going on? <laughs> All right. So, Fixing like we talked about at the top of the show, we're super excited. Um, I mean, this man is literally a living legend. Uh, seven-time Emmy Award winner. Seven times. He won an Emmy for the character for two different genres, for comedy and drama, which yeah. is like crazy. Yeah, um, unheard of. Five Golden Globes. I mean, two-time SAG president. This guy, like, is his career is amazing. Honestly. And no doubt I- iconic and, and a pioneer in early television. I mean, the stuff that he was able to do, along with Mary Tyler Moore and the rest of that cast on that show, broke so much ground in television and in that time of what was accepted and what wasn't it's amazing so we are about to dial him up yes and we are like i can't believe this is awesome i mean this is going to be an incredible interview so let's give him a call great uh hi is this ed asner yeah how you doing i'm doing fine thank you so much for taking some time to be on the show today we really appreciate that well, I appreciate you having me. I, I honestly, sir, I, I grew up with you, and I, I, I mean, I couldn't. I'm beyond humbled to be able to interview you today. Um, I just think what you've been able to do in your career, and and, and the stuff you've been able to to just accomplish is amazing. Um, and I'm really excited to to talk to you about everything that you were able to do from your time. And thank you, first of all, for your service in the army. Yeah. I mean, you served honorably and did what you had to do. So, I mean, we appreciate that. Well, I, I, I found it, uh, it's like, it wouldn't have been right if I didn't serve in the army because it was like a rite of passage. So after that is when you really kind of came back and started the whole acting career, right? That's right. Yeah. And then you kind of decided to move on to New York, right? Yeah, after uh, I got all the reviews I could get in Chicago, I wanted to take them and uh, slap people in the face with them. <laughs> <laughs> Not so favorable to start out with, huh? Uh, no, 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 they were good. They were good. Uh, okay, well, that's good. So, like so many who start out in stage, I mean, did you see yourself kind of moving forward with a stage career, or how did it kind of develop into television? Was it always I the goal? The one step at a time, I was busy being myself and uh, and keeping busy on the stage 
I didn't think in terms of automatically uh, prepping for movies uh, by doing so, but everything just automatically rolled along uh, with each new increment. And uh, eventually, uh, TV was the be-all and the end-all. Right, and I mean, that kind of started, I guess, in like with Studio One and just kind of progressed from there. Right. I saw a lot of quotes, you know, from you that like when you first started out, you would be searching the want ads, and but once you had committed to acting, you were like, there was nothing else. I'm going to stay committed to this, and whether it's you know goes this way or that way, this is what I'm going to do. Correct. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I think all of us sitting around and really admire that because I feel like a lot of people aren't willing to make that type of a commitment, and when it kind of gets hard or things aren't going right, they kind of bail. And I, I, I admire people who kind of like this is what I want to do, and. I'm going to stick to it and I'm going to ride the good times and the bad times and just really go with it. And I mean, it's clearly worked out for you. So much respect for, for you being able to do that and to follow through with what you wanted to do. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You worked with Elvis Presley, right? Twice. Right, twice. How was that? I mean, that was kind of like during the transition from music into film and he's doing the acting thing. And what was it like to work with somebody like, I guess, at that level of where he was at at that point? It wasn't. I mean, it was like watching a, a lion brought onto the stage and studying him in his cage. Oh. Uh, the first one was with Kid Galahad. Right. Remake, and uh, he had a large entourage with him at the time, and he was also busy breaking his hands on uh, karate. <laughs> That's uh, true, right. So, uh, but he was, he was good and uh, diligent with his work, and uh, I liked what I saw. Then, uh, years later, uh, we were put together again in uh, Change of Habit. There you go, yeah, Change of Habit. Uh, and uh, he had lost the entourage by then, or dismissed it. And uh, he was a lot slicker and smoother, and the, uh, the women certainly seemed to go crazy over him. He still was a... Good guy and easy to work with. Oh, okay. So and now, now on the second one there, change of habit. That's when you first met Mary Tyler Moore, correct? She was in that one as well, right? I never met her there. Never met her there. <laughs> well, that's um, interesting how that works, isn't it? We had different working hours. Yep. Yep, different working hours. But so let's talk about that a little bit because you did kind of make the transition into the Mary Tyler Moore show, which uh, the iconic role of Lou Grant. And I think everybody, you know, I don't think there's a single person who doesn't know the Mary Tyler Moore show, Lou Grant. You kind of approach that character based on your brothers, right? Yeah, the Mary Tyler Moore character I did, yeah. Yeah, because they were, you kind of, kind of said they were kind of clownish and kind of, so yeah. when. You approach the comedy based on them? And blustering and this and that. And uh, I, I, I took from them for that part of Lou. Right, right, right. So, well, that's that's pretty interesting. And then you said when you made the transition into the drama side of it, you kind of had to go back to yourself, right? Yeah, it, uh, the, the, uh, the, the clown wasn't working that much for, for Lou Grant then and uh, became a silver-sided fellow. Right. And I had to, uh, I had to find somebody I could count on uh, to be more serious. And that was the inner me. The inner you, right. Mm -hmm. And and successfully so, because you are one of the only people to win an Emmy in two different categories. You portrayed, you won the Emmy for Lou Grant in comedy and in drama. So you were able to successfully portray the character in both realms. Right. Yeah, and well, congratulations on that. That's quite the accomplishment right there. I, I had to simplify things for myself and... Uh... 
that's the way I did it, and it, it worked. Well, yes, sir, it sure did. Um, which which one did you would you did you enjoy playing more, the comedy version of Lou Grant or the drama version of Lou Grant? Oh, God, I mean, it's the comedy. Yeah, uh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so, what was it like with uh, Mary Tyler Moore? How was she? She was magnificent. She was the best star one could have been affiliated with. She was generous, creative, uh, patient. Uh, you couldn't ask for better. Yeah, yeah, that the yeah, it was quite the ensemble cast, and I think you just you Tonight. all really shined and really kind of came out, and I I thought it was just yeah a great example of how a, a cohesive group can work together and really do what you guys did was just amazing. I liken I liken uh, Mary to uh, as the star of the show being a, an axle, and yeah. on that axle the wheels are put on, and the wheels are all the differing talents that uh, are on her show. And uh, they're allowed to spin and attract as much attention as they can do. Uh, and she remains the steady Eddie Axel. Yes. Yeah. And 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 I think that's what made the show such a success is that she had that attitude and allowed you guys to to do what you did and 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 be able to do your performance. And she, I, to me, she never really had that ego like I'm the star and you guys have to be set aside. It, it never came uh, across that way. I understand Betty was quite funny on uh, the Emmy show. Yes, I heard. Yeah, quite. Uh, you know, talked about how she was still around at this age and that if you stay around long enough, yeah, she's. Talk about her. Has she always been this kind of quirky, like, in-your-face, you know, tells-you-like-it-is lady, even way back on the Mary Tyler Moore show? She's got a great sense of humor, and, uh, and she's very talented. She's very generous herself. Yeah. She's very giving and, and very sweet and cooperative, and I love her dearly. Oh, well, I'm, I'm sure awesome. she feels the same way about you. She, she does seem to just be a very genuine, a good person, so... Um, I'll get her on the phone. Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll, Dude, we'll see if we can work that out. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, so, okay, after after Lou Grant and all the kind of you kind of made the track. One of my uh, memories early on was Roots. I, I thought Roots was just an amazing miniseries, and and I mean, pretty groundbreaking at the time, and you, you know, kind of like controversial in its approach to what it was saying and doing, and. Uh, I, I just I thought your performance in that was amazing, and, and so you know coming off of Lou Grant into such a role, well, what was that like? I mean, did you find it coming out of Lou Grant? Were you looking for specific roles to get away from Lou Grant to not be typecast or uh, uh, to, to, uh, to, uh, to uh, contrast? Right, which I mean, well, you... before I I did Roots, I did uh, Richmond Poor Man, which gave me a great jumping off uh, board, an extreme contrast to Lou Grant. Right. right. In actual Jordash. So the, that was, and I brought it off well, and uh, it felt great and comfortable. So that uh, Roots was uh, far less, far less troublesome. Yes. Right. Yeah. So do, what do you think your, your favorite role outside of Lou Grant was, or your most challenging role maybe outside of Lou Grant? Well, Rich Van Man was certainly a, a big plunge. Yes. Right. And uh, I, had, uh, I kept uh, expecting them to give me uh, shoes that would uh, make me limp. Uh, I was using a limp. They, they didn't have it. So I had to come in. Uh, I used a German accent, and the uh, first day of, 
performing. Uh, the director said, uh, you want to use the accent? You don't have to if you don't want to. <laughs> I felt it would have been a sacrilege if I hadn't used a German accent. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So uh, all, all of these things which devolved back onto me, and uh, and I solved the, the, the questions, and uh, I'm happy with the results. Definitely, definitely. And speaking of accents, I heard you had to perform a Scottish accent for the animated series, The Gargoyles. Yeah, yeah. I, I constantly agonized over that one. <laughs> was, was that a difficult one? Did you find you were able to finally get it? or? No, I, I, I never was sure how well I brought it off. <laughs> well, I mean, the character was extremely popular, so yeah. I, th I think the general audience liked the way yeah, you pulled it I off. I really enjoyed the show yeah, growing up. Yeah, well, he, he was a good guy. He was a good gargoyle. He was a good gargoyle. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, a lot of people, I don't think, realize that you had done a lot of extensive voice work in, yeah, you know. J. Jonah uh, Jameson. The, yeah, J. Jonah Jameson and Spider-Man, and throughout the 90s, Captain Planet, and, um... Uh, a pretty extensive resume of voice work. Um, do you do you find that you like voice work? I mean, uh, the, the idea of not having to be in front of the camera but still be able to perform. How how is that? Yeah, you don't have to bathe. Yeah, <laughs> that's always a plus. Right. Like, so, and then that kind of so I guess let's talk about up. Um, I just I think anybody you know, especially this generation, I a, a huge fan of up. It's got, in my opinion, Pixar's best movie, um, Disney's best movie, animated. Um, I thought your performance was brilliant in that. Um, how did that come about? How did how did you land that role? Well, let me see. I um, my voiceover agent submitted my voice as he did probably hundreds of others of his clients. So I I had no great expectations. Wasn't waiting, holding my breath, uh, expecting a miracle. Then I um, I found out after getting the job that um, I was doing a uh, reading of a one-man show at a benefit in Marin County Okay. and found out that the two producers or the, the main producer, uh, Pete Doctor, and his uh, co-producer, Bob, uh, actually came from where Pixar was up there mm -hmm. and attended that uh, that reading that I gave for the uh, on the benefit. And uh, it's a reading of a Holocaust survivor and it's tremendously stark and depressive right and uh they came and saw that and from that they uh decided to uh, uh use me and up wow that's, that's awesome so yeah i mean that's impressive so you you go through the normal route your voiceover agent and it really had nothing to do with your voiceover work that they had seen it's because right. of your performance in a live show so <laughs> that's yeah that's that's amazing um and i think I don't know, maybe because of the context of what you said the benefit read was about, I, I think it kind of relates to what uh, he was going through in Up, you know, basically surviving the loss of his wife. And right. I mean, I, I, maybe they saw the parallels there. So, yeah, I just I thought you really related to the character really well in Up. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I, uh, I I love the movie. I, I, I think it's a, it's a double love story, I call it. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and it I, really touched the younger generation. And speaking of the younger generation, what's up with the social media? You're really active on Twitter. We found it so funny that, like, everybody appears... Like, the main question you get a lot on social media is that you're still alive. Yeah. Like, this whole thing that everybody thinks you've passed away already. It's like... Yeah, there, there, was a, there was a stuff put out on... I don't know what, what media put it out that I was dead. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you're like, no, still here. So now you now like just and busy apparently. And busy, right. So now all these people keep like, yeah, I, I just 
I do like how you uh, for now I'm alive for now, yeah, yeah, for now. <laughs> yeah yeah well and you and you, I mean you're doing a lot of charitable work and benefit work right you I know you work with the uh, autism uh, a lot uh, you have a son and a grandson that's autistic um, and I know you do a lot of work with them and your foundation Definitely. Um, yeah and you do like an annual poker event every year for that right yeah that's yeah. so awesome. Yeah. We had it just the other night, and it was very successful. Awesome. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. Congratulations, congratulations on that. How's your Thank poker you. face? What's <laughs> that? I said, how's your poker face? Are, are, are you pretty vicious? Do you take a lot of their money? Well, I, um, I steal a lot of their money. <laughs> I steal a lot of their money. <laughs> I, I, my expertise isn't good enough to win it. Uh, <laughs> well at least he's honest yeah, I mean, there, you go, honest. Right? there you go and, and i mean you always get a good celebrity turnout right this is kind of a celebrity charity event where you get some people to come together and play poker with you right yeah yeah that's yeah. awesome and um yeah, now, we have a good turnout yeah absolutely uh, and uh, congratulations on that i think i think it's awesome what you do yeah um and you have a family found now is it your it's your son and daughter right the twins that run the foundation your your ed asner family yeah my my uh my son is a is a, is a real Wheel. Right. Uh, That's cool. My daughter will eventually, his twin will eventually uh, join up when we uh, uh, mark off exactly what her duties will be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, but she's right now she's uh, she's doing my booking and uh, getting me placed. We're leaving tomorrow for a two week trip. Oh wow! Going oh. to Maine and uh, and uh, Chicago and Detroit and Des Moines and Cedar Rapids. Wow! wow. All over the damn place. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> now, is this for another reading? Are you doing another stage show, or what's this trip for? It's uh, for my one man show. Yeah, awesome. nice. Man in his prostate. Yeah, the the man with the prostate, man, right? Man in his prostate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that and, and uh, so that's a uh, talk about that a little bit. That's an interesting show, right? It, it's it's a comedy, but it's like really kind of touching and informative on the subject, right? Yeah, it, it it's a wonderful combination that Ed Weinberger has made based on his own experiences with prostatitis. Uh, he wrote this script and it's funny as hell. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, we, we make sure to get the points in to alert people to getting tested for prostate cancer. Definitely. And letting them know that uh, every 16 minutes a man dies of prostate cancer. Oh, wow. Wow. I'm yeah, aware so, of that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, th- I think sometimes that's the best way to approach it, a serious subject with a little bit of comedy, you know, because sometimes things are hard to talk about, and if you can lighten the mood with a little bit of comedy and still get that message out there, I think that's a good thing. Oh, out of tragedy yeah, yeah. comes comedy. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Well, congratulations on that. I know that. I know that's been doing pretty well for you, and that sounds like quite the trip coming up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, uh, I need a bigger uh, uh, piece of luggage. Uh, <laughs> ten years over, will you? Oh, no, sure. no, it's on the way. It's on the way. We'll, we'll all send all of ours. It's a pretty big one, so yeah. I, I think it'll get you. Good, good, good. good. Yeah. No, no further questions. No further questions. No further questions. It'll have some money in it for you, too. That's right. That's right. We're actually, well, maybe we'll run into you. We're actually making our way up that way, too, next week and over the next couple of weeks. So who knows, right? Where are you going? Oh, uh, we're going to New York City. We're going to see a stage show up in New York City and, and doing some meetings up there. So we're going to be up in that area, and who knows? <laughs> Maybe we'll come try to catch the show. Well, I'm going to New York, um, let's see, a couple of days before my birthday, which is in November. Right. Okay. So uh, if you extend 
Can you stay? I'll see you there. Oh, oh sounds yes. like a plan. Yeah, I think <laughs> I, I would absolutely. It would be an honor. Definitely. It absolutely that's would. That's well, listen, uh, just I mean, again, I, I unbelievably humbled. I think we all yes, appreciate definitely. you really taking the time today to talk with us. I think it's been a stellar career. I think you're an amazing individual. What you do with your your charity work and your activism, and obviously your career. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, sir. Yes. It really has. Well, mine too. Well, good. Good. We really appreciate it. And again, we can't thank you enough for joining us today. Well, as long as I'm on the right side of the grass, I'll continue to act. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All the way, right? <laughs> Commitment till the end. The I love it. Moments where I'm not on the right side of the grass. <laughs> that's, the haunting. <laughs> that's the haunting. There you go. Uh, I'll be looking out for that. Definitely. <laughs> All right. Well, you take care now, okay? Thank you. All right. Thank bye-bye, you, sir. Thank you for the pleasure. Thank you. Awesome. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow. 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 Legend. Yeah. Legend. Talk about, like, just through the decades, touching so many people at so many different times, like, with Up. I know that's such an emotional kids movie. Yeah. yeah. And just, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. But wow. from working with Elvis, Mary Tyler Moore, and then Will Ferrell, like, it, yeah. there's so many yeah. greats that just thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, Mr. absolutely, Asner. sir. Like, yeah, Wow. Yeah, just, pleasure was ours. Yes, absolutely. it really was. And oh I, I mean, yeah, maybe we'll have to take another trip to New York. Mm, and yeah. See you Ed, right? Yeah. Bring him some luggage for I'd his birthday. Down, I'd be down like, for that. I would totally be down I, with that. I, I will bring him a piece of luggage for his birthday. I will fill it with Monopoly money. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, here you go. Put that, put that card in it. Yeah, 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 here's a card. I think it's time for a little top five. And this week, it's top five drama series. Oh, this is tough. Mm. This They're one, always tough. This Why one was tough. Man. Did you ever come up with any directors? Yeah, did you? Huh? Did you ever come up with any directors? Huh? She's like, I don't know what you're talking no, about. I'm talking about shows. Talking she can't about be writing series. songs and thinking of directors, bro. This is like, I mean, and I mean, busy. she's got some other stuff going on. So, you know. Oh, what? Those three other jobs? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Those, about that. those things. And those classes. Oh, those things. Oh. Oh. Because we're always working. Because that's what we do, right? Yeah. Because yeah. that's what we do. Uh, I can tell you that. To all of our listeners, uh, we have just confirmed and booked, if you're a fan of Iron Fist Season 2. That was now. Or The Walking Dead, um, Mr. James Chen. That's just got really a confirmation. Yeah. So looking forward to that. Wow. He will be joining Chung, us yeah. as an upcoming guest really soon. Yeah. Sam Chung. Um, yes, cool. Sam Chung on uh, Iron Fist. Oops. Future Blind Spot. And Kale on The uh, the Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, and he's going to be appearing on the uh, upcoming Dick Wolf series. Epic. Which is going to translate good into this top five drama things because mm-hmm. Dick Wolf is on my list. Most now. Um, yeah, so congrats. Thanks, James. We appreciate it. And yeah. uh, we're looking out. forward to that. It's going to be an epic show. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, right. Ladies first. <clears throat> Um, I will I will say some of I don't remember all of my favorite directors but um, no my my brain went blank I don't remember any of them no I don't remember any it's okay it's okay okay well what are your dramas my dramas Um, I'd like to go on record and say Vanilla Latte had a gaffer moment that's that's, that's gaffer moment damn hold on let me note that yeah he's fine to call that out I'm okay I'm allowed to call that out like gaffer moment so Latte won gaffer how many I can't remember (laughs) (laughs) I tell you but I can't remember there we go there we go all right um so um of course game of thrones i do love that show good show breaking bad so that's two damn it see the walking dead even though i have mixed feelings about now i'll still always have a place in my heart for the walking right 
Um, sorry, I had to look to you're see. Good. Oh, you're Orange good. is the New Black. It's a good one. Like that. And, well, we'll go Stranger Things. I do love that Oof. one, too. I know I'm missing some, but... Damn it. But there we go. I'm mm. going to go with that. Off the no, cuff. Off the cuff. Off the cuff. Mine's going to be off the cuff, too, but... Yeah. Okay. Other lady. All right. <laughs> Other lady, all the other lady, all the other lady. I, I don't know. I'm it's no. a musical kind of day. Goodness gracious! <laughs> okay, we're just gonna break out in the dance. Okay, oh, no. sound man. This is Sit a down. musical. <laughs> this is a special music musical episode That's of right. the Crazy right. Farm. Okay, so anyway, at the end, so anyway. he's gonna toss the hat. In the oh air, like goodness! The, the like the Mary yeah. Tyler Moore. Yeah, J Lo's hat. Yes. That's right. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> team okay. effort. It's gonna team hit effort. the fan. It is. I, I would probably. <laughs> um, that's why he's not going to let me have the hat. But I was going to do it. But just go. Just you're go. You're not go. a girl. No, no but I wanted to. Mary do it. Tyler Moore's a girl. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I Mary Tyler Moore opened the door for he could, everybody. He could, just, he could just be Tyler Moore. Everybody not, can throw the hat in the air. Okay, right. that's not what I meant. He could just be Tyler Moore. <laughs> Or or marry the Tyler Moore. Oh marry my the goodness! Tyler Moore. There you Let's go. Not get started on that. There you go. That could work. There you go. Goodness. All right. So anyway, this is us. Mm-hmm. Parenthood. Mm-hmm. I promise my list is not the same as yours. Yeah, because that, that sounds exactly like mine so far. It's but not. okay. Uh, Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. The Crown. Mm-hmm. And the and the BBC Sherlock. Oh, okay. yeah. that, oh, the hour yeah. and a half episode yes, one that you need to get through dude that's like, that's like a movie long yeah. worth tv it's show worth it oh, you it's should oh, oh my goodness that's so crazy you oh. should so, but it's time i understand but it's so long yeah. Yeah. it has an hour and a half to watch a show it's pretty <laughs> everyone it's who watches barely it. have 40 you're a photographer right yeah you would love Sherlock because they do some of the most beautiful transitioning oh, really? shots all the time. Me. If you would get like, through the hour and a half episode. I watched the first uh, episode. <laughs> yeah, I watched the first episode as well. By the way, does anybody else kind of think like Benedict and Martin are like the non-Muppet Bert and Ernie? They're like in everything. <laughs> They're inseparable. Oh They're like every, everything what are you saying? that anyone what has are you ever saying been right in. Now? What exactly are you saying? I'm right not now? saying that at all. I, I, I'm just saying they Dustin, seem to be inseparable. Have you seen the first episode of Sherlock? Like the whole time is like, I'm, uh, Sherlock constantly turns to Watson. I'm not gay like that. That's right. the right. whole it's series. Whole joke. Exactly. That's, so funny. That's what I'm saying. The non-Muppet. Yeah, Bert and Ernie. That's like, fine. So I'm just saying. That's fine. Yeah. Who's next? Who's next? Anybody? Uh, I'll, I'll go. You. I think you, go. right? Oh, Are we going yeah, in order? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'll go. Damn. Damn. Uh, <laughs> mine's a mix between shows I watch now and shows that I used to watch or that are classics that I like. Uh, Power. Power is awesome. Love it. Uh, Stars. Go watch it. The Crown. Netflix. Love it. Uh, Walking Dead. Love it. Uh, Ozark. Jason Bateman. Oh. Like yeah, I've I've got to finish that one. Uh, have you started season two? <clears throat> no, I've got to get. I've seen only part of season one. I've got mm. to go back and rewatch it and finish it's it. So Kevin's good. getting on to me about it. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> and then number one, Sons of Anarchy. Uh, I saw that the Mayans did a really good job uh, with their first episode, so I need to start watching that as well since that's the spinoff. So yeah, that's yeah. my top five. This was tough because uh, right. I mean, there's dozens of shows that I've watched in the past that probably make this list, but I couldn't remember them. Yeah. So I'm just going to go with the ones that are <laughs> memorable. Yeah. No, I mean, it's just, I just wouldn't, I mean, off the cuff. So you, know, you had a gaffer moment. No, not really. He's like, no, no. Like, they were so good. I couldn't remember. No, I mean, it's, <laughs> no, they'll probably come back to me. I'm like, oh shit. I didn't mention that yeah. one, but I'm just Wait, thinking see, of the I ones. I thought he was going into the musical game. Yeah. It's all coming back. Oh, okay. <laughs> go ahead, Jason. Go ahead, Jason. <laughs> 
So it's just going to be the ones that I can that I've watched more recently. I feel uh, five would be American Crime Story. Uh, oh yeah, I awesome. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I like the I, I like the uh, the uh, anthology format. Yeah, uh, The Sopranos would be Ooh, four. That's a oh, good one. Yeah. Uh, Walking Dead would be three. Boom boom. Uh, Breaking Bad because uh, you just kept thinking through the whole show. Of, is this a good guy doing bad things? Right. Yeah. And then you find out more than no, this guy is just really fucking evil. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a well written show. It is. And uh all time would be uh Law and Order. Boom. The original Law and the Order. The original. Dum, dum. Yeah. 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 That's a good and the one. Criminal justice. Yeah. Uh, I used to get scared by the theme song when I was yeah. younger. I don't know why. Really? I used to get scared by Twilight. My dad Did used you? to pick on me. He'd go, neener, neener, neener. Oh, and I'd goodness. be like, no. I was, that um, was going to make my list, but I haven't watched enough episodes yeah. of it. I was just Twilight the opposite. Zone. I was like so completely obsessed with Law and Order. Especially oh, yeah. Like the original. That. Dude, it was like, it was like a nightly thing. It was. It was on A&E at night. And I, my answering machine recording was the fucking opening oh, to my the show. Goodness. The criminal justice system. <laughs> and you would leave your message after the dun-dun. Like, Dude, we, like, we, when we were roommates in Lafayette, we like, uh, it would be like a thing like, all right, we, like, all right, let's. Yeah, it's time for Law and Order. Yeah, what's up? Shit, what's up? It's like time. For, yeah, yeah I, so obviously that's on my list. Yeah. Law and Order is on my list. Um, at number five, uh, I, my favorite is the original, but I do like all of the incarnations. I thought they were all they're all good. Um, and then number four, uh, The West Wing. Mm. Uh, I mean, I would have said that, but loved wasn't the West Wing. My, haven't watched uh, it yet. Number three, The Newsroom. You see a little Aaron Sorkin yeah. kind of feel going there. I see what you're doing. Um, yeah. Kind of touched on Newsroom last week. Big fan of that. Uh, so, and then number two, Parenthood. Mm. Um, rave enough about that show. Yeah, Parenthood. honestly. And number one, I mean, the only show in the history of forever of my life, and it's apparently a long gaffer life, uh, that <laughs> makes me cry every single week. This is, this is us. us. Yeah. It's I'm so excited about uh life itself opening today. Um yes. we got I'm definitely You got your tissues? I, I do cuz I just feel like already. Fogelman's going to bring it. I'm going to be crying my eyes you out at the wine. theater. I'm going to come home and cry over the wine. <laughs> I feel like I, they won't let me drink in the theater. Yes, they do. They, uh, they sell got that alcohol. bar, remember? They, they got do. the bar now. Can you bring it into the like? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Remember, we went and saw Book Club, and that bitch was drunk. She was drunk. <laughs> You're right. Maybe Damn. I will be crying over my wine. <laughs> I will. Okay. Sound man. Like Sound man. Sound man. What you got? All right. Well, I don't have a lot older ones because I haven't. I don't know. I just because you're right. not a gaffer? I see the theme here, bro. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I don't have a lot of old it. people shows. <laughs> no, it's I don't like have any. Murder, she wrote. I forgot to add Murder, she wrote. I love that theme, though. That's one of my favorite themes. Who doesn't love Angela Lansbury and Tom Bosley? Come on. Yeah. Right. Was Tom Bosley on that? Yeah, he was the sheriff. So no. these aren't really in any order, like yeah. usual. Um, Mr. Robot. Ooh, oh, nice. yeah. I forgot about that yeah. one. That's such a good show. It. Oh, I, I got to catch up on season silhouette. two. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm waiting for season three Don't so bad. I want to see season three <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Season two has an awesome. See what you did there? You did, went yeah. Roboto. I went because he's going to star in Bohemian Rhapsody. It's like, uh, sorry, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Um, the guy who played Lafayette on True Bloods. Is in the whole second season oh. of Mr. Robot, mm. oh. and it don't even—I couldn't even tell. Yeah, I gotta start um, that one. Number two is Justified. Oh mm, yes, Justified. Damn it, Walter Coggins, man, he's so good. Coggins. At number three, I had to put these together because I haven't yes. finished them. I haven't caught up, which would be Sons of Anarchy and Deadwood. 
because they're just so awesome. Yeah, but so I still good. haven't watched all of them yet, yeah. so I got put them at the same month. Uh, number four, Westworld. Mm. Uh, I, I heard that, that was really good. Oh. Yeah, first season's pretty again. Pretty Kevin's good. been telling Fandy me how one, it. Fandy Newton one. Yeah, Fandy, so. Yeah, there you go. I love a lot of the music was done by a real classic piano with the paper sheets. That's epic. Oh. Yeah. Um, Stranger Things and American Gods for Ooh, number nice. five. And an honorable mention for Law and Order. Yes. All of the Order, the entire. Like, I actually prefer Criminal Intent the most. Mm-hmm. I like SVU. Oh, I mean, come yeah, on. I like SVU. Big Vincent a lot. SVU, yeah, 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 Big Vincent for you. Jeff like, Goldblum. Yeah. 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 And well, Chris Knopf. They brought back Chris Knopf yeah. for a little yeah. while for that one. Like, there's so. so many good shows, and we all mixed them up this time. Bravo us. That's true. There was not a lot of duplicates. Yeah, like, yeah, bravo us. I feel like if we keep going, well, we're going to have to Bad was on the list online, yeah. and I was like, yeah. nope. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no, you, you, it's okay to have a duplicate. Well, yeah, I, I just feel like we, we struggle every week. I'm thinking we're going to have to expand this shit to the top ten. Yeah. Because it, like every week it's we've got so no, hard. and slash tied for number yeah. five or honorable mention. It's like, just do ten. Yeah. I mean, the only – the only – like uh, advisory ahead for any advisory. of the for like I all time favorite all time favorite movies. Drama, like just leave out the ones that list. everyone I'm likes. <laughs> You're good. Yeah, you know, but that doesn't. I think we're gonna these. eventually have to get out of entertainment. We're gonna have to do like top five favorite cities. Sure, right, because right. we're gonna run out, run out of everything. <laughs> uh, Los Angeles, New York. We're not doing it yet. Not oh, doing it like, yet. Pause. Well, Today I, was I just drama. wanted to get it on the recording so that when I forget <laughs> when we do do it, I can reference it. I think we back and find you of those two. We, we Episode got you on those 34, two. Inside the Crazy Ant Farm. <laughs> that's right. That's where you can find it. <laughs> that's, where, uh-huh. that's where Gaffer started his favorite oh, Yeah, taste. right there. Right there. <laughs> I think it is time for the word of the day. Word of the day. The word of the day is a pair of ducks. Pair of ducks. Pair of ducks. That sounds like more than one word. That's three words. <laughs> Paradox. Paradox. Oh, okay. Paradox. Now I get it. <laughs> and I love that Dustin gives me the, when he gives me the definition, he finds like the hardest definition for any word <laughs> out oh, there goodness, for yeah. me to go through. A well, statement that's the challenge. <laughs> or a proposition that seems self-contradictory or absurd, but in reality expresses a uh, possible truth in an opinion or statement Contrary to common acceptance, common, commonly accepted opinion, but maybe factual. Hmm. There you go. So, so, sorry, something popped up on my no, screen all of a sudden. You're, like, like, you're good. You're good. I, so, I for reading. example, for example, when you all loved people refer to me as gaffer, <laughs> that would be a paradox. It seems paradox. absurd. Paradox. Dude, what the hell is the matter with your speech today? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I haven't had it's any. It's a pair of ducks. You're not stroking out or anything. I'm just going to leave me alone now. <laughs> You're just going to leave you alone now? I am. I'm just going to leave me alone <laughs> because I'm going to retreat. I'm going to be like, I was going to say. Okay. Well, well we know what a, we, now we know what a definition of a paradox is. What's the definition of a paradox? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Real question. I think it's a bathroom cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> I what? what were you going to say? No, I'm not going to say no, it. Yeah. Or do you not remember? You forgot already. <laughs> I was going to say it seems absurd, but is likely true. Oh. Ah. That I am old. Oh, I'm older than okay. all of yeah. you. Yeah. I think it's just a fact. <laughs> so anyway, it is time for 
<laughs> yeah, it is. All right, new stuff coming out this sorry, week. Sorry, you weren't underwater I anymore. Congratulations. Say, that sounds like the little pull and say. Oh, the cow yeah. says yeah. boo. Yeah. The cow yeah. says exactly boo. What it sounds like. But phonograph. I mean, yeah. like I mean, you didn't radio? drown. I didn't drown because <laughs> last week I was I was worried. I was. You yeah. were underwater last week. Honestly, had to, yeah CPR. But anyway, <laughs> uh, stuff coming out this week. Life itself. Dustin really wants to go see this one. I do. No, really? Um, obviously. Uh, a house of... This one, I do not like the name of it. A house with a clock in its walls. This is the new Jack Black one. Mm, with mm. He's like a warlock, you, I think. Right, yeah. right. Oh, and the nephew like comes Stein. or something like yeah. that, right? Is it like, is that R.L. Stein? It looked like it. That's yeah. what I thought, yeah. 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 I mean... I thought, we thought it was Goosebumps whenever we first yeah, saw the trailer Yeah, that's what I thought, Because there's a sequel to that coming out, isn't it? There yeah. is a sequel yeah. to that coming out, but it is. It is him. So yeah. it's same, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, really long name. Change the name. Uh, and Assassination <laughs> Nation. And mm. I haven't seen anything about this one. So I haven't I mean, either. I, That's really kind of hard to say. I, right. That's Thank you. Because I was afraid to say it. <laughs> what's wrong with your speech, J-Lo? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, yeah. You got it right. I, I, believe yeah. he, I believe he just caught the paradox. This <laughs> <laughs> shit's contagious. We got a paradox epidemic going oh, on right here, boys. You got the shots? Uh, <laughs> keep keep reading. Uh, stuff that's still out. Crazy Rich Asians, The Nun, Peppermint, The Predator, A Simple Favor, and White Boy Rick. I really think Florence the Hurricane really had a big impact on the box office last oh, week yeah. because I predicted like some stuff around thirty million, but uh, the Predator only got Predator was the highest one last week, and it only got twenty four million. Yeah. So Gee, I thanks, really, Flo. I really think the whole East Coast was just so hit by it, and that Agreed. really hurt the box office. I, I, I really do think that did have a big impact. Yeah. But well, it's like it's not also just being hit by it, but anybody anywhere that was um, near the landing zone, yeah, they were getting prepared and buying supplies. Mm-hmm. Right, not going, not going to the, the movies. No, yeah, but it may yeah. go out on a limb and say that it was like maybe just a little bit to do with the movie Predator that it didn't do as well. No, <laughs> we'll be talking that? about that. And is it worth it? I mean, has a better rating than the Nun. Yeah. I mean, did y'all see the nun? Yeah, yeah. Nun was, was it good. scary? It was entertaining. It was in, yeah. yeah. Um. It was hilarious. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious. <laughs> there were there were some jump scares. You can catch that review on Is It Worth It on CrazyAntFilms.com and our YouTube channel Crazy Ant Films. Is it worth it? Entertainment review show. Like and subscribe. All that good shit. Um. Uh-huh. So number one this week, I'm gonna give it back to the nun because. I'm a fan. And with around 20 to 25 million, I still think it's going to be a lower week, a lower box office week. Uh, number two, I think it's going to be a house with a clock in its walls with around 20 to 22 million. Number three, life itself with around 15 to 20 million. Eh. Uh, number four, Predator with around 15 million. And number five, A Simple Favor with around 10 to 15 million. And I heard that one's pretty good. So. I still want to see it. We need yeah. to go see that one as well. And yeah, I still want to go see White Boy Rig because that one looks epic. Yeah, that Definitely. does look really good. So you're predicting a drop from one to four from yeah. The Predator. Yeah. I, 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 mean, I will say I'd be okay with that. <laughs> I'd be okay I, with that. I would be that. okay with that. There's uh, a lot of I, bad I think people can see one. of how I'm going to go with Is It Worth It? Yeah. But I would be okay. 
And I want to say, I think that the marketing people behind uh, Life Itself, mm -hmm. while they've done a pretty good job on social media, yeah. I don't think they played up enough Dan Fogelman's connection to This Is Us. Oh, really? Because This Is Us is such a massive hit that I yeah. think if people realized it's the, same, the guy same guy that wrote and directed it and that it's like this ensemble yeah. piece, I think it would do far yeah. better than it's going to do at the yeah. box. Office. I don't think enough people know it's that guy. And honestly, I haven't even seen the trailer yet so mm. what life itself yeah yeah have, have you yeah, is it good. does it look good yeah, it looks pretty good oh, okay i'll trust your trust your word mm. for it but yeah so we shall see one the nun two a house with a clock in its walls get a new name i'm just saying number three life itself four the predator and five a simple favor you know why the nun is going to be number one why because it's the holiest bro because it's the holiest it's the holiest <laughs> <laughs> Oh I played the wrong sound effect. Gosh, that's so <laughs> funny. Billboard tops. I'm not even going to make the same joke again because it's 10 weeks in. Drake, in my feelings. We're just going to go right past that one into... Still? Still. Still. Like, yeah, this is a record for... Cause I think it's all about streams now. That's what it is. Mm. They're just playing it so much to do the song, basic, or to do the challenge. So now, I mean, this is on the singles chart, right? Yes, yeah. Hot 100. Okay. And the top 200 albums are Paul, is Paul McCartney's Egyptian Station, does, first week at number does one. Does he drop the F-bomb on that album? I, I think he does. He does. I, yeah. it, it's actually, we're going to review it, and is it yeah. worth it? And I mean, I heard something. it's like an hour long, like an hour and nine minutes long. Yeah. But, and get mm. the, it's it, the last time Paul McCartney had a number one album, Ebony and Ivory was on it. Yeah. Wow. wow. 36 wow. years wow. since he's had a... That's uh, crazy. Yeah. Broad, um, yeah. Something on Broad Street or... Yeah, or 36 years. Wow. But, I mean, damn. Yeah. That's that's crazy. Congrats, Paul. Yeah, definitely. And honorable mention, Mac Miller has four albums back on mm -hmm. the Billboard Top 200, all within the first 50 uh, since his passing. So that's pretty awesome. I'm glad people are streaming and stuff. And hopefully all of those proceeds are going to the right people. Right. So, right. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I think that's pretty much it guys. So, I think so yeah, yeah. That is our show this week. So thank you guys for tuning in to listen. Make sure to like, and subscribe on YouTube. Make sure to like, and subscribe on Apple podcasts and Google play music. That's where you can find this at. And we're also brought to you by bourbon Bay Pro live brought to you by bourbonbayproductions.com we appreciate y'all as well make sure to go follow us everywhere facebook twitter instagram youtube facebook the crazy ant film company twitter crazy ant films instagram crazy underscore ant underscore films and on youtube crazy ant films we have a website that i said like three times crazy ant films dot com and it's just it's all crazy guys you already know and you know who else is crazy oh bro 